I am Daniel Ricciz, and welcome to Geography 101. Geography 101 is all about places that I visited from Europe, Caribbean, North America, South America, Asia, Russia, and a lot more. And today, I have my special guest. He is an award-winning author. He is the author of Voldemort Apocalypse. And of course, he is my co-host, Spook 101. No other than Mr. Chris Tatrablay. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, everyone. Out there who's uh, probably already familiar with my voice, those of you who are who listening, if not, hi. Yeah, thanks for having me, mate. Yes, welcome to Geography 101. Thank you. Thank you. So we are here today to promote our podcast, Book One Review. Yes. And as I said, Mr. Chris is my official co-host. We started our third season. Can you tell us uh, what's your favorite place that you've been to? I've been to. See, I'm not as well-traveled as yourself by the sounds of it. I will say you probably put me to shame. Um Probably the, the the best place going out of the UK because there's quite a few places I hold on dear to my heart here in the UK, which which I'm sure I could talk about. But um, Croatia actually has got to be up there. Um, went to Croatia for my honeymoon back in uh, 2010, so it's it's got that sentimental kind of uh, reasoning for it as well. But it's such a beautiful place. Um, some some are totally different, really, to what where I'd been before. It's definitely somewhere I'd go back to. Yeah. Yes. So what do you think was the difference of Croatia and United Kingdom? Um, pace of life probably springs out, to be honest with you. Everything seemed a lot more kind of laid back, a lot slower. The, we- the weather's certainly better over there because um, you're just over the water from Italy. So you do pick up a lot on the sort of the, this whole kind of not Mediterranean, but you get a you know a lot of that kind of nicer weather out there. So that was not, that was good. But yeah, it's um from where I am in the UK, I'd say you know from a lot of the UK history is is my big draw. I'll I'll go to places that have got a lot of history or look like they're still kind of set in you know old times. And the the place where we were staying in Croatia in particular called Porac. Um, the the town itself is very it's like cobbled streets, you know, steep kind of you know um, the the town is almost no it's, it's quite hilly so you know cobbled streets quite steep um, steep inclines and little shops little nooks and crannies that you can you know little back streets you can go down and it's just had that real kind of vintage you know I mean really vintage feel to it and and just yeah it's just just a much more relaxed place to be I, I guess you you get that a lot when you where you live it's always hectic because you've got your family there you've got your work there and everything it kind of seems like everything's coming at you at 100 miles an hour but um but over there it just it, yeah just time didn't really seem to um to exist you know um which is great and a bit like here um where i am in in devon in the southwest of the uk um I live quite close to the moors in Dartmoor, where you go up there and all of a sudden it's just barren, um, not wasteland, you know, it's got a rural, just sprawling hills and that kind of thing. And, and, you know, people and places are few and far between. Just up the back of where we were staying in Porech, just a, a short sort of bus ride away, we went on a, a bus tour one of the first days we were there, it takes you up into the hills. And it was almost like being back on Dartmoor. You know, you would, you would see people 
you, you pass through places about half an hour with, without sight of anyone and all of a sudden you're at someone's house and there's a donkey tied up outside in the road and stuff like that. Yeah. It's, it's just, it was, it was, it was surreal. It was lovely. Yeah. It's just very, very quiet and tranquil. And yeah. Yeah. Yes. And Croatia, the capital is Zagreb. And uh, the northwest of the country, along this, uh, the Sava River and the southern slope of Medvednica Mountain. Oh, wow. Nice country. Yeah. It's, it's as well because we went over there and we uh, had, I had no concept of how big the country really was. And we wanted to go to Dubrovnik. Um, so obviously, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those places I think you've got to see. I mean, it's got a tragic recent history to it you know war torn and all that but it's one of these places that still has that history present there that you that you need to see and it was about six or seven hours away from where we were staying <laughs> which i know over in canada in the US, probably they're probably all that much because you know it's vast over there as well but we're not really used to that here in the uk you know going six or seven hours to somewhere we put you the other side of scotland <laughs> so <laughs> I think Dobrynek is where Game of Thrones uh, begins. Ah, yes. yes. I think you're right. I think you are right. Yeah, yeah. Because it, the, the places are really majestic. Mm. But uh, Croatia is a yes. nice country too. Mr. Chris, as mm. my co-host on Book 101 Review, what else you can say about Book 101? One on one. Well, it empowers, as you say every every week on there, Daniel. It empowers writers like myself, and yeah, you know, I'm so I'm so thankful to be involved in it, like I am as well. Because as a writer, it's so important to have have places, have have have, have things like this that that will help put readers in touch with writers and vice versa. To be honest, and and make people aware of. You know, they may be aware of certain writers they're into, but but not aware of more that they can discover, especially independent writers. Again, I suppose like myself, um, who who can't often get our names out there. But having somewhere where we, you know, somebody like us can take a topic, um, we can take an author and we'll delve right into it. I mean, it's it's what I loved about it when I first discovered it. It's exactly what I like to do. Uh, with my own podcasts and my own books is is delving into the reasons behind why people write. And I think, you know, listeners will find that out as well is, is, is either the writers that come on to talk about their work or us talking about other people, you know, you get to know a lot more, you know, than just beneath the cover of a book, I suppose, in the title, you know, you, you, you get to get to grips with the guts of the story and what lies beneath it. And yeah, it, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping I'm selling it to everyone really everyone should should check it out not not least because i'm now involved in it and i'm i'm <laughs> i want people to listen to me because that's not it at all no i think what what you've done you know with the with the show before you know i i discovered it and became involved is fantastic and that's what drew me to it like i said you know it's a it's a place where readers and writers can go to to find out more about thing you know books and writers they probably wouldn't ordinarily stumble across so it's it, it bridges that gap Yes. So as our author of the Voldemort Apocalypse trilogy, can mm. we do the recap of the three books to promote? Can, can. Why not? Why not? So uh, my Voldemort Apocalypse trilogy is an is a apocalyptic horror trilogy. Um, starts with part one is Acolyte. Uh, part two is The Sewing Season. And 
part three, which is is still yet to go back out there, uh, but it will do one day, is called Of Gods and Insects. And it's my, in a nutshell, it's my take on my perception of the Mayan prophecy that the world was going to end on the 21st of December 2012. Um, I got majorly drawn into, and this was before 2012, I, I was like one of those that got majorly obsessed almost with this prophecy because I kind of thought, well, what if it does happen? You know, what are we going to do? What's it going to look like? Will we know? Now that is the question that really spurred this trilogy. So when I got to December 20, 22nd, 2012, and we were all still here and I was still at work, <laughs> you know, and life was just happening as normal. It got me thinking, you know, what if something has occurred in the, you know, we don't all see it. It's, it's somewhere that's, it's not in the public eye, you know, something could have happened, which may not have brought fire and brimstone down to us, you know, and, and end of days as we know it, but it started something which could eventually lead to an apocalypse, to the end of the world. And my, my setting for this is a, a moorland community, a bit like Dartmoor, which is just up the road from me called Wildermoor. And it centers around um, two timelines, really. It, it's, it, it centers around a load of characters who live in Wildermore in what was present day, sort of early 2000s. Um, and it also, as it goes on telling their story about what is happening in Wildermore up to these last days in 2012, it tells the story that lies, that, that is behind all of those events, something that started um, back in the late 1600s when um, a, a group of priests decide or one priest in particular leads a group of priests to raise um a power a demon um obviously very otherworldly presence to wreak havoc and wreak revenge on the world um for their own sins really and what they did then in 1600s has a knock-on effect to what happens in 2012 so you you do i will say it's one of those where they're not standalone books really i think you can pick them up and you can probably enjoy them on their own but in order to to know the full story you do need to read them as a series so uh so yeah you can find them out there on amazon um just pop my name into amazon and they'll they'll pop up like i say the first two yeah i'm just waiting to re-release the third one so i'm hopefully not going to keep you waiting too long yes people if you are interested to listen our episode of those books we discuss the secrets or how Mr. Christopher Trublet crafted all those books. Mr. Chris, do you have also this, a children's books, right? I do, yeah. So I've got two children's books. So if you're not a horror fan, or if you are a horror fan who's got children, then uh, even better. I've got two, um, two, they're rhyming picture books. So they're aimed for sort of two years to six years, I'd say. Um in the same vein as, as writers like Julia Donaldson, who wrote Room on a Broom and The Gruffalo and things like that, and, and Eric Carle, who wrote The Very Hungry Caterpillar back in my day. Um, they, uh, they both tell the story of my, my main character, which is just called Little Brown Moth. But the, uh, the books are It's a Long Way to the Moon, which tells of his, his mission one night to try and fly to the moon, you know, rather than just floating around a light bulb like a normal moth would. Um, and the second one was It's a Long Night for Santa, where he, on a foggy Christmas Eve, um, finds himself landing on Santa's sleigh and then being enlisted to help the, the 
great man himself deliver all the Christmas joy. So it's a very seasonal one, that one, but it's it's definitely a favourite. Yes, people listening on my Geography 101, let's support Mr. Christophe Troublet because uh, most of the novel describe us uh, will hunt you with the rest of your life. <laughs> you like that one, man. I yes. like that one. And the other one is deliciously dark. There you uh, go. Wow. Yes. That's so yeah. awesome, people. So uh, <laughs> let's support him because you support him, you give his best 100%. Yes. So this is the sample of what we're doing on Book 101 Review. We talk about books and we give highlights, authors, best performance. And of course, sometimes we do talk about their flaws. We're going to talk about lots of writers all over the world, most especially the legendary authors out there. Yes, yes, you are really, really are. Our first episode... Um which, like you say, was released last week. We, we spoke about one of the, the guys who really inspired me and I know a, a, quite a few other writers out there, uh, the legend that is James Herbert. And um, that was that was fun to talk about. But we've, we've got some good ones to come as well, I'm sure. Yes. And a shout out to the people listening in Canada, France and Netherlands. Thank you for supporting this podcast and I hope you continue supporting it because... My third season is coming and I will give you the best. As I said, it will be bigger, better and bolder. Yes. So, Mr. Chris, please invite my listeners on Geography 101 to buy your books. Oh, please do. There you go. I don't understand. It's it's fantastic when I hear that new new readers have discovered my books. So, yeah, um, whether whether you've got, again, children that love cute, bedtime stories and picture books really bright vibrant kind of you know nice heartwarming stories there's my my two children's books that i mentioned or if you like something a bit darker um my horror trilogy is up there i've also got a necessary end which is another one of my horror books but it's more of a an anthology if you want to take a punt first to see if you kind of like my style probably you know a necessary end is is a nice one to start with um there's there's a, a i delve into a few of my favorite sort of areas of the horror world there but i am i'm also working on trying to branch out i've got a uh sort of a site more of a sci-fi kind of a sci-fi paranormal if you think x-files anyone out there that likes x-files i'm working on one um for a few years only a bit at a time but i'm hoping to get that one done at some point this year so i'm uh, yeah i am trying to kind of branch out into different realms where i can so stay tuned Yes. Are you uh, writing another novel? So at the moment, I've got I've got I've got sort of three novels that that I have started um, in certain points over the last sort of three or four years that I haven't tied up. So one of them is this this it's a sort of an alien, not an alien invasion. It's more of an alien induction sort of um, chiller. Uh, which which I call Chasing Grey. That's been in that's been in production almost as long as I've been writing. Um, so that's definitely one that I want to try and finish off at some point this year. But the other main one I've got working on is called Poison in the Well, which is about halfway there, probably just more than halfway there. And that is a follow on to the World of More Apocalypse. So it's definitely one when I've got more of a substance to it, we can we can talk about to try and bolt on 
to what we've already discussed about you know the world of apocalypse but uh it's just finding the time isn't it mate really <laughs> to, <laughs> to do it yeah time time is sometimes uh we are catching times <laughs> yeah, we are yeah, just go around the circles but yeah no that's it's my main aim i've, I've set myself targets as as one does every year and uh, i really want to try and stick to it this year to get to get more writing done i've fallen behind yes people i we are again inviting you to listen to our podcast book one one review uh wherever you listen your podcast Marty, people see you soon